Welcome to the High on Life podcast, where it's all about empowering you with the medicine and the mindset to healthfully lose weight and thrive beyond the scale. I'm your host, Dr. Sasha High. This podcast contains general educational information on weight loss and beyond. Remember that while I'm a doctor, I'm not your doctor. So be sure to seek medical support from a qualified health professional. Welcome back to the podcast. This is episode 68, Hunger Denial. Now, before we jump in, I want to read a recent review that I have for the podcast from Ella WM. She says, this is the most nourishing podcast I have found. I'm so thankful to Dr. High. She and her staff offer a wealth of real information that is delivered in a healing and compassionate manner. I just want to say thank you, Ella. I so appreciate you. I so appreciate you taking the time to leave this review, giving me the five stars. Every time you all leave a review, it helps me to reach more people. So thank you for that. And I'm so happy that I can be with you every week and just share with you the things that are on my heart and my mind and that it is helpful to you because that's what I love. It's so fun. Okay. Let's talk about hunger denial. Here is the context of where I thought to, to talk about this. It is currently 1125 in the morning and I have just finished my lunch. <laughs> and as I, like it was 11 o'clock and I was sitting here recording podcast episodes and I'm like, Hmm, I'm actually hungry. Like I'm feeling a rumbling in my tummy. I know I'm not having a craving. I'm actually legitimately hungry and hunger denial is when you feel hunger and you deny that it should be happening. So you start having thoughts of, but it's not lunchtime yet. Like that's what I had. It's not, it's not even past noon. Why am I hungry? This shouldn't be happening, right? It's not time to eat right now. When you experience hunger and then you think that the hunger is a problem and you deny it and you resist it, it's the resistance that adds all the suffering you experience about like my, something's wrong with my body. I'm always hungry. I shouldn't be hungry. Like I shouldn't be eating right now. Now I'm overeating all of that. So I'm going to walk through through that. Typically what happens when you are in hunger de- denial is that you don't make great choices. So instead of having meal that's balanced because you're acknowledging your own body and you're listening to your hunger cues. Instead, what happens is, well, it's not really time to be eating, but I'm hungry. So let me just go get a snack. So you go grab a granola bar or you go to Tim Hortons and you grab a muffin or you grab a donut. You grab all these things that are not on your eating plan. They're not like planned for how you want to take care of your body today because you're in this place of denying your present reality, which is that you have physical hunger right now. So I see this all the time when people are like, oh, but it's not eating time yet. And I'm feeling hungry. Like, ah, what do I do? Right? Like panic sets in, (laughs) panic ensues. And then you don't make great choices from that place because it feels like an emergency. It feels like very urgent. Another common scenario where I see this with my clients is women who start having more hunger around their menstrual cycle and they freak out about this, right? It's like, I notice that every month around my period, I get hungrier and I don't know what to do. Like I'm trying not to eat so much, but I feel hungry. Like now it becomes this huge resistance and it creates so much suffering. Okay. Here's how you handle hunger. You handle hunger with a great choice for your body. Period. The end. Ted talk is over. Okay. If you are hungry, you make a great choice. That's it. It doesn't have to have drama attached to it. It doesn't need to be a problem. It doesn't need to be this big thing that like now, like I shouldn't be hungry. And now my body is a problem because I'm hungry. And like, now this is going to cause me to gain all this weight. No, no drama. When I am hungry, I honor my body with a great choice, right? That is the difference between listening to our bodies and having this more intuitive eating approach versus what diet culture has taught each and every one of us, because diet culture is all about not listening to your own body. 
You do not, you cannot trust your own body. You cannot listen to your own body. You need to follow these food rules. And the food rules say that this is how many calories because an app calculated that this is how many calories you should be eating today. And so you just eat according to the calories that the app tells you because the app knows better than you, right? Or some program told you that this is how many points you're allowed to eat today, so you better eat to your points. Don't listen to your body. Don't listen to when it's hungry or when it's full and pay attention to that. That is diet culture. It's someone else's rules imposed on you. And you know what? It does not feel good over time. That is why diets don't work long-term because no one likes to be told. You need to live your life according to your own values and your own integrity. That's the only way to feel meaningful and fulfilled and satisfied, period. When you are trying to live according to someone else's imposed rules on you, you will rebel against that because it doesn't feel good. It doesn't feel good to have your autonomy taken away and your agency taken away and your power taken away from you. So diet culture has told us not to listen to our own bodies, but I want you to get to a place where you are the authority on your body. You know yourself best. I say this to clients in my program as well when they're like, tell, you know, they, they want me to tell them kind of like, give me, just give me the meal plan. It's like, I am the expert in giving you the guidance and coaching you and helping you see your blind spots, but you're the expert on your life. You've been with you a lot longer than I have. You know you. I want you to be empowered that you know how to make the great choices, that you know how to fuel your body well, that you know how to pivot when you need to and make tweaks and adjustments. Like that is so much more empowering than you just following the rules that I tell you, right? Now, small caveat, if you have disordered eating, and many of my clients do have disordered eating. So whether that's, you know, you've had a long history of just listening to diets, not listening to your body, totally denying your own hunger and fullness cues, or maybe you're someone who like has a pattern of binge behaviors like I did, or you're like staying up till three o'clock in the morning and binging all night. And then you're waking up at breakfast and you're not hungry. It's going to be harder to implement intuitive eating right away. So I do have many clients who are like this. They've got disordered eating patterns and they're like, but I don't feel hungry, right? So I don't feel hungry in the morning. So I'm, oh, I'm honoring my body cues. Well, that means I'm eating all night. Well, no, you, if you have disordered eating, you need to actually engage in mechanical eating for a while because that is necessary when a person doesn't experience appropriate hunger and fullness cues because their eating disorder gets in the way of proper nourishment. So that's the definition of when we use mechanical eating. So for example, anyone with mechanical, uh, anyone with kind of disordered patterns in our binge eating disorder recovery program, we use mechanical eating. When we're first starting out working with clients, we're working on mechanical eating, which is having three balanced plate meals a day eating in the morning, right? Like not skipping breakfast and then eating all your calories after 6 p.m., right? Like there needs to be a reset that happens. And as you do that reset and as you are nourishing yourself with proper nutrition and balanced nutrition, you're getting the protein, you're getting the healthy fats that you need, you're getting the fiber that you need, you're nourishing your body well instead of just so focused on like low calorie everything that you're, you know, just basically eating these food replacements because they're low cal, but they're not nourishing your body, right? When, as you practice the mechanical eating, then the, over time, the goal is to get to, to reset your body's appropriate hunger and fullness cues to learn that you can trust them so you can achieve a more of an, an intuitive eating approach. The other challenge I find with this is if you are currently consuming a very high processed food diet, so if you're eating a lot of sugar all day, a lot of processed foods all day, it's very hard to follow intuitive eating because 
you know, highly processed foods just don't trigger appropriate fullness cues in your brain. You're just going to have a lot of cravings based on your brain's desire for dopamine and that next hit of sugar that makes it hard for you to actually listen in and decide whether this is true physical hunger. So the first step needs to be nourishing. We nourish our bodies, but then the goal is that we start to approach our eating more intuitively where we're listening to our bodies. And that is where you get to this level where you can trust yourself and your body can trust you. And I know that sounds like so woo, like, oh, like we're, what's the science that your body learns to trust you? Okay, there's no, there's no like randomized control trial that's, <laughs> that's gonna back up what I'm saying, but it's this concept of your body knows that you're gonna give it nourishment when it needs it, right? That it doesn't have to be in starvation mode because you're doing these crazy low calorie diets trying to manipulate your weight down to a number on the scale right? That is not a trusting relationship with your body when you're doing that stuff. It's like you're hating your body to try to achieve some aesthetic or some goal number by doing these things that are terrible for it. And then wondering why your body's like not loving you back because you're not loving it. Okay. So can we get to a place? I want to encourage you to get to a place where you trust your body and you listen to your body. And when you're hungry, you ask yourself, okay, The first check-in is always, am I actually hungry? Is this physical hunger or is this like I'm having a craving? This is an emotion that I'm experiencing that I'm just wanting to numb out, right? Like there's a difference between physical and psychological hunger. So if you are not familiar with that, you need to get my Stop Nighttime Snacking course where I explain the difference between physical and psychological hunger. It's totally free. Go to my website. But if you've determined that you're physically hungry, then I want you to start listening to yourself, right? paying attention and honoring your body. If your body's telling you that you're hungry, that you probably need to eat (laughs) because food is the solution for hunger. Food is not the solution for sadness. Food is not the solution for loneliness. Food is the solution for hunger. And that's where we can honor ourselves, right? We can honor our bodies. And this is really an exercise of like mindfulness and awareness because our culture, the way that our culture is set up is that so many of us spend our lives very distracted. We're distracted by the world. We're distracted by our devices. We're distracted by sports and news and work and social media. We're so out of tune with ourselves that we're not listening to our body. We're not listening to our emotions. We're not listening to our thoughts. We have no awareness of our physical cues. Like I think of this in our medical training, like in our medical training, if you're in surgery, you don't pee. If you need to pee, you ignore that sign, like that, that body cue. You don't pee. The surgery's going on, right? Like you just push, push through. If you're on call and there's like an emergency happening, you're not stopping to eat when you're hungry. Like there's so many things that we do that the way our culture is set up. And I know that that's not exclusive to the medical community. I know that this is, you know, very similar in a lot of different industries that we live in a society that does not value. And I said this on, you know, a few episodes ago does not value listening to our bodies, caring for our bodies, right? It's just not prioritized. So I want to encourage all of us to set a different standard where we do pay attention to our physical cues. We have awareness of how we're feeling. We have awareness of what we're thinking and how we're managing our brain. Really, it's about turning off autopilot, right? Because autopilot is what happens by default, but turning off autopilot means bringing in awareness, bringing in being present in the moment and mindful paying attention to what my body is telling me, what my body is needing. So coming back to today, it's now 1145 as I'm recording this. And as I started feeling hungry at 11, the first thing I had to remind myself and that I want all of you to remind yourselves, hunger is not an emergency. So often hunger 
brings up a lot of anxiety for people, especially if you've done a lot of diets where hunger has been very present because you've starved yourself, right? Super low calorie diets. I won't name them. You know what I'm talking about, where you got some injections every week so that you'd have some energy because you were starving yourself, right? If you've done a lot of that, hunger is probably something that brings up some emotions of anxiety for you. And so you're going to have to train yourself to remember that hunger is not an emergency. That is the, the mindset you can adopt. And I can feel hungry and make a great choice, right? I can go and have a balanced lunch. So that's what I did. I went downstairs, warmed up some of my leftovers from last night. I had some brown rice, ground beef, some mushrooms, some spinach, some paneer. And I loved it. And I like, I ate it. I enjoyed it. It totally hit the spot. I'm feeling completely satisfied now. I'm not feeling like, you know, now I need to like go get a snack and then I shouldn't be hungry. So let me grab, like, this is the alternative. This is what would have happened. Okay. Cause I've done this before. I've been in hunger denial, just like all of you. <laughs> the alternative is I shouldn't be hungry right now. It's not even 12 o'clock. Like, why am I hungry? What's wrong with me? Oh gosh. Okay. I'll just go grab some crackers. So you eat the crackers, but then the crackers don't do the trick. So I'm still not satisfied because I really wasn't wanting crackers in the first place. Let me grab a granola bar. Maybe that'll satisfy me. No, that doesn't hit the spot either. Let me have some nuts. Let me have some chocolate. Right now you get into, this is where binges come from. This is where the overeating happens because we're denying our hunger. We're not listening to our bodies. We're eating things that are not satisfying and then they're not satisfying. So we feel like we need to eat more to try to gain that satisfaction. So we just eat more of the things that are not satisfying, right? And after, at the end of all that, you've eaten a ton of calories, you don't feel satisfied. And now you also maybe feel a bit gross too, right? Have you ever experienced that? And then you don't feel hungry for your real lunch. Now you feel guilty because you've overeaten. And then it's like this ongoing cycle where then you just kind of perpetuate this belief that hunger is a big problem. I overeat when I'm hungry. Something's wrong with my punk, my body because I felt hungry at 11 instead of at 12 PM, right? This, I see this happening. I know I'm not the only one. I know I'm speaking this to myself and I hope I'm speaking to someone out there as well. So here's my suggestion. Do not deny hunger. De denying hunger is like denying your present reality. It just, it's not helpful, right? If your, rea your re reality is as it is, so accept it and then make a great choice. So ask yourself, am I truly hungry? Just check in, make sure it's physical hunger and not, you know, some emotion that you're trying to eat over. And then remind yourself that hunger is not emergency. I can still make a great choice right now when I'm hungry. And then nourish your body with real food, right? With a great balanced choice so that you can learn to trust your hunger and then stop when you've had enough. When you've had enough food, you stop. It's really, I know I'm like making it sound so simple, but it really can be as simple as that. Sure, there's nuances. There's a lot of like other mind work we need to do. And, you know, there's cravings that set in. There's, there's other factors, but if we just kind of bring it down to basics, nourish your body with real food. Hunger's not an emergency. Listen to your body. Eat when you're hungry and stop when you've had enough. Right? And then the rest of it is figuring out how all your thoughts and feelings get in the way and how we eat for like non-nourishment purposes, right? We eat because we're celebrating, we eat because we're bored, we eat because we're sad, all that stuff we have to sort out too. But when it comes to the physical hunger piece, just stop denying your hunger, okay? And if you need help with this, you need to join Best Weight. We are the program in Canada, exclusive. There is not another one like us. And I'm, I'm so proud of the fact that we pioneered this in Canada. The only program across Canada exclusively for women teaches you how to stop overeating whether it's mindless snacking, emotional eating, or binging, so that you can lose weight for good. So if that sounds like you and you need help, I want you to apply for a discovery call with my team to learn more. www.sashahimd.com. I would love, love, love 
to welcome you in and help you get that transformation and live that life where you're really, really thriving. Okay. Have a wonderful week. Remember to honor your body today and every day. Okay. Bye. Thanks for joining me today. If you enjoyed listening to the High on Life podcast, please take a moment to subscribe, share, and review it on Apple Podcasts.